Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of Life Actually with me, Rebecca Keen. Thank you for joining as always. Welcome. If you're new, it is great to have you here. I've had quite a few new listeners recently, which is really, really exciting. It is a very, very cold, but really beautiful day in London at the minute. What temperature is it? I'm going to tell you now. I'm going to say three. Yeah, three degrees, right? And it was minus five this morning. It's actually going to be minus five basically all week until Sunday when it jumps up to 12, which is really random. Global warming for you, I guess. I hope we get some snow. I love the snow. It's like property, property snowing at home, like property snowing. There's like a couple of inches of it. And over here, there is literally not one little snowflake. Last week there was, I don't know how you could describe it other than like pathetic snow falling, not even a full snowflake, like little dots of white, basically on formed heel that was falling from the sky. Uh, that could have been full snow, but it didn't commit. So I'd love to get like a little snowy day or snowy weekend at some point in the next few weeks. But the sun yesterday got me so excited for spring. Oh my God, so excited for spring. I'm just excited for that spring energy. I spoke about this in my past two podcast episodes, but I just love the shoulder seasons. I love autumn. I love spring. And I love the energy of spring because it's like new, fresh, spring clean, everything, like your environment, your life, your headspace, like I fucking love it all. So very much looking forward to spring, but also very much trying to enjoy winter as well, because also very much trying not to wish my life away. And that's where we're at, not wishing my life away, enjoying the colder days. Uh, I actually had a really nice weekend and a really nice Monday. I went to Soul Cycle class last night. So that's that's what I'm gonna talk about. Soul Cycle in my introduction today. If you remember my last Soul Cycle episode, it was whenever I had like the whole realization that fuck, I'm actually living this life that I've dreamed of for like since I was 16 and um, maybe even 13. But before we get into that, for any new listeners, basically the way I structure these podcast episodes is every week I have a new topic that is to do with kind of just going after my dreams and not sabotaging myself and overcoming subconscious beliefs and living my best fucking life in 2024, 2023 and 2022 and beyond. And that's what I do. I talk about a different episode, a different episode. I talk about a different topic or a different thought that I have usually throughout the week, each week, but I precede them with usually 10 to 15 minutes of me chatting about what I've been thinking about, my general life thoughts, what I've been up to, and other musings that I've had throughout the week because I'm a big thinker. And I love like random little spiritual lessons. And also I just love tips and tricks and new products. and spin classes. I actually don't love spin classes that much, but I am going to talk about Soul Cycle today. So in my intro this week, this is this is what's on the agenda. Soul Cycle. Actually, the first thing was welcome if you're new here. So welcome if you're new here. Welcome to everybody else who listens as well. Uh, let's start. Will we start with Soul Cycle? No, we'll end with Soul Cycle because it's the most recent. So the first thing that I wrote was like to speak about this week is about the tube on Saturday mornings. I don't know what it is, but there's this nice magic to it. Like there's just this nice sense of everybody being up early-ish, like not super early, like half eight. What time did we leave at? It would have been about, yeah, about 8.20 on Saturday, we headed to the Tate for an exhibition and 
we were on the tube at that time. And every time I'm on the tube on a Saturday morning, I'm just like, oh, I love it. It makes me feel like I'm really like in London because there's loads of people, always people with instruments. Like there was this woman sitting opposite us with this huge double bass. It must have been because it was gigantic in a case. Obviously, she wasn't just strumming about in the tube, though I have seen that before as well. Um, But she was like there with this giant double bass looking instrument case and reading her book and there were like kids who had like I guess they were all going to orchestra because they had their orchestral instrument looking cases as well and there's people going to sports and it's just so nice because it's like life outside of the nine to five and weekend life just brings me so much life it brings me so much joy seeing like what other people are up to on the weekends and I just love it. It also makes me really reminiscent of whenever I used to go to like music lessons and was in orchestra um, because I played the flute and I would say I play the piano, I played the flute. If you gave me a flute now, I would probably be able to go like A, B, C, D, E, F, G, but maybe F sharp and G sharp, which is like a random combination but from memory they're pretty easy to do in the flute but I don't think I'd be able to do anything else like it's been that long I haven't touched a flute since I was 20 no I'm 27 now since I was 18 which is mad do you know what else is mad I stopped doing flute lessons whenever I was in third year but I continued to play in the orchestra until I was in upper sixth and I have no idea how I did that I've got to be honest absolutely no idea how I managed to get through seven years of orchestra orchestra of orchestra only being able to play like a limited number of notes but I did it I don't know if I was very good our orchestra wasn't the best but it was fun to be a part of at times I just loved like being part of music clubs at school um but yeah it just makes me really reminiscent whenever I see people on the tube with like their instruments on a Saturday morning I'm like oh you're going to your music lesson or you're going to like sing in the choir or playing an orchestra I don't know it's just really cute also makes me feel like I'm in a movie as well which is always kind of a vibe the other thing I've been thinking about since yesterday I wrote this down yesterday afternoon I was sitting in the office and work and I did this Spotify like AI DJ thing I've never used it before and I was like oh I need something to kind of get me through in a good mood not in a good mood but with some energy the rest of the afternoon so I put it on and it started playing uh obviously like AI DJ chosen tunes which is way harder to say than I thought it would be <laughs> so it brought me back to 2017 what a year my music taste was absolutely fabulous in 2017 like there was the script there was all American rejects there was loads of other incredible music uh, that I haven't thought of in a really long time artists and things and then it also started playing like country music because at that point I was going to study USA and I remember I was just like obsessed with it's always sunny in philadelphia listening to country music five seconds of summer and moving to america like that was the only things i really thought about and that i listened to and that i watched like just that area so it was very usa focused and i was listening to like country music yesterday and i do i love country music but these were like proper throwback tunes like there was a bit of luke bryan in there like warren wallen and stuff and it just got me like again so excited for spring because I think it was during spring that I really like dived into the study USA even though I didn't end up going but like into that whole vibe and it made me really weirdly nostalgic listening to it with the sunshine 
even though it was freezing outside, but I was inside, so I just had the windows beside me looking out at the sunshine, listening to all this country music, and made me really want to move to Texas. I think in another life, I was... I'm going to say cowgirl, but I don't mean cowgirl in the sense of a typical actual working cowgirl. I think I was one of those like glamorous Texas, Tennessee ladies who like goes to the ranch every weekend and has loads of money and cooks things for Super Bowl Sundays, you know, that kind of vibe. Uh, maybe in this life, who knows? But at the minute, America's not really vibing with me because I'm not a huge... Not hugely on board with what they're doing in the world right now, but conversation for another day. Uh, but yeah, I just was listening to the music and I was like, weirdly nostalgic, want to move to Texas. That's it. That's all I have to say in country music. <laughs> I do really recommend listening to it. I actually checked out Country to Country at the O2, it's at, in London this year, but the tickets for the weekend are like 260 quid. And I don't know if I'd want to go to the O2 every, it's like Friday, Saturday, Sunday night maybe or all day I'm not sure I'm sure it's not all day but I don't know if I'd want to do that because it is the opposite side of the city for me and it just feels like a lot of effort to get there and I don't want to choose one night because I kind of want to go to multiple I also don't want to pay 260 quid so I need to think about it but I do think country to country would be really good fun I'd love to go see Garth Brooks or something he was in or someone, I should say, not something. But he was in London, London, Dublin, a few years ago. This must be going back to maybe whenever I was even still in school, maybe 2015, or maybe it wasn't that long ago, but it was a while ago. And basically, he was playing Crook Park. And if I remember correctly, you're not allowed, like Crook Park isn't allowed to have big concerts more than a certain amount of nights a year because it disrupts the residents. So Garth Brook had been booked in for like five or six nights in a row. And I think he had to cancel maybe all of them because they'd overbooked and there was this huge uproar. Oh my God, it was like the talk of not just the town, like the entire country, north and south, that Garth Brooks like was playing Quick Park, but they had to be cancelled. It was this whole big drama. But I would like to see him. I think he played maybe last year and everybody was in their, their cowboy hats and cowboy boots going down. I'd love to, you know. I, I just feel like there's a part of me that is like Southern State USA programmed there's like a, a word going around that explains that at the minute what is it like oh it's not like a trope but there's a part of me that is basically just oh my this is really gonna annoy me what is that word like when you're inclined to be that way there's some like cool gen z word going around at the minute oh i can't remember anyway like i think in another life i was like very much from Tennessee or Texas or somewhere like country music, road horses, 18 pairs of cowboy boots. Ugh, again, maybe in this life, I'm only 27. Let's see what happens. Uh, soul cycle, not a very slick at all ease into soul cycle, but I needed to talk about this. So I got class pass again because I didn't have it whenever I wasn't in London because the options outside of like big cities aren't that great, but got class pass. Went to SoulCycle, also got class pass or had class pass the last time that I went to SoulCycle in, I've literally been twice and the last time it was so fucking hard but I really enjoyed it. The first 10 minutes you're kind of tricked into thinking I can do this and obviously you can't do it but it gets more and more difficult. I think I found it less difficult last night because it was half five, it was a half five one so it wasn't super busy. I think the uh, half six one would have been a lot busier so the people... Like there wasn't weren't that many people in the room and the two bikes on either side of me were empty, so there wasn't as much like humidity and sweat 
uh, which is really pleasant, <laughs> like making me really warm. So I was finding it like a little bit easier. But oh, I had such a good time. Like I don't know why I haven't went since. Well, I do know why I haven't went since the summer because I haven't been in London for most of it. But definitely want to make this like regularly programmable, and it's relatively reasonable through class pass. You can book directly as well, but I think it is considerably expensive. And I would only ever go once a week. Like I can't see myself going even more than once a week. It might even be like two, three times a month rather than once a week. But I had such good fun. The theme was teen angst versus Kelly Clarkson. Fucking incredible. Kelly Clarkson, that woman has so many bangers. So many bangers. Like, Miss Independent, completely forgot about that. Stronger. I know that's a very popular one, but I always forget she sings it. Absolutely incredible. Behind These Hazel Eyes. I used to watch that video. Actually, I used to watch that video and Because of You and Since You've Been Gone and Pink's videos of like, um, you knew fucking perfect and so what like I would literally watch them on repeat not so much so what because that was like a little bit oh just like a pill that one um because so what was like like whenever I was a bit older but those videos I would watch over and over and over and over again because they were kind of the only cool ones out at that time and I was like obsessed I would watch them just like the six of them on repeat non-stop and Avril Lavigne videos as well but I went last night and it was just so good like I felt so energized after it considering it was like half six on a Monday evening um but it just makes me laugh because the inspirational quotes right now if you've ever tried Peloton because I went through a Peloton phase last year in the gym and they always come out with these random inspirational quotes like mid-cycle and they're it's just they're not out of place because they actually do make sense you know you push through the cycle like you push through challenges in life kind of thing right like you are gonna climb that slow song push your legs through like you're gonna climb any struggles that you have in life and you're gonna push through and that like I just made that up in spot like they are cheesy but they're fucking spot on like I don't know what it is being in a room with like 30 other people it might even be more than that actually like screaming to teen angst and kelly clarkson songs i think the last one i went to was pride icon so it must have even been like june july time whenever pride month is and we were like screaming at the top of our, our i was screaming at the top of my voice like since you've been gone even the high notes absolutely did not hit them at all but it's pitch black whenever you're in there they're just like candles and then occasionally have like red lights so it's like really really vibey you feel like you're just kind of there by yourself and everybody's screaming and everybody's singing and it's such a vibe it's a fucking movement I am obsessed not obsessed enough to go more than once a week but obsessed like it was just so good and it made me think as well how nervous I was the first time that I went because I was like oh I'm not too sure about going and to be fair yesterday well not so much yesterday but on Sunday I kept thinking about cancelling because I couldn't be bothered going but it is literally around the corner of my office so I have no excuse not to go and then I left it too late in class pass and I couldn't cancel another good thing about class pass it kind of encourages you forward slash bullies you into going to the classes because if you cancel less than 12 hours before for most classes you get charged like 17 pounds and I'm not paying 17 pounds for a class I didn't go to so I went and it was great I had such a good time I felt so much more better so much more comfortable so much more at ease just like better in general this time even though the last time I was there was like six months ago and this is literally my second class ever but it got me thinking that like you just get better at things you more you do them and like don't be afraid to ask questions because I had to ask questions about how to set the bike up and don't be afraid to like ask where to go but also you're going to be more confident and you're going to know where to go more it's just very fascinating so really enjoyed SoulCycle 
definitely recommend it. Good for a challenge if you're ever in a city that offers it. And love country music and I love the tube on a Saturday morning. And that's everything that I have to say this week ahead of the moon body, which is all about how your new life is going to cost you your old one. Two things have happened since I last spoke to you. Number one, I realised how cold it was, so I went and put my big, what do you call them, like snoodles or something? Like the the hoodies that are like house coats and they're all fluffy. Mask got me one for my birthday and whenever I got it, I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, I already have a really fluffy house coat. Why did you get me more stuff? Like, I hate having loads of stuff, right? Which sounds really ungrateful, but I obviously... I am very grateful for it because now I am like, this is such a good idea and why haven't I had one before? They are so cozy, but honestly so cozy. Definitely recommend. If you want to keep your energy bill down, get one of these little snoodle things. They're actually not called snoodles, but um, I don't know the official name, but just Google like fluffy hoodie or like dressing gown hoodie or something. Um, and I'm sure it will come up on Amazon, but definitely recommend. Secondly, I had the plan. I had the plan that tonight, I was going to go, tonight, I mean like around five-ish, was going to go have a lovely walk down beside the river, maybe along the high street, it was going to be really nice, I was going to listen to a nice podcast and phone my mum and I just looked outside and although I'm really excited for spring, I need to remember that it is not in fact spring and it still does get dark because it's five o'clock and it's far too dark for me to go a walk like down by the river by myself, I wouldn't be doing that. I could go down the high street to be fair, but it's really freezing. So I'm kind of like, mass isn't in, got my candle on. Once I finish this episode, I might upload it and then just do my vision board, which I haven't actually got around to doing yet and I need to do. Cause I've written my goals down, but I haven't put them somewhere visible. So I think that's what I'm gonna actually do instead. Anyway, before I even get on to my vision board, let's finish this episode with some energy. I listened back to the first wee bit there whenever I was getting my little snuggle, snoodle, whatever you call it thing on. I actually never thought I had a deep voice, but maybe I do. Maybe I do, she says, as my voice goes up literally like eight octaves. Um, maybe I do. I don't know. I feel like sometimes it's really deep, like I talk like this. And then other times I'm like talking like this and it goes really high. It is what it is. I hope you like my voice. I hope that's why you come back and listen. Maybe you hate my voice, but you like what I say. I don't know what I prefer. I think I prefer if you liked my voice and you like what I say, but I guess you can't win them all. Or maybe I can. You actually can't win them all. You can always tell when I haven't recorded in, like if I pause the recording and come back, whether it's been 30 seconds or like 30 hours, because there's always a little ramble in there. Like always. I think it's because I haven't got all my thoughts out for you know a couple of minutes and then I'm like oh I just go off in this train of thought but as I was saying before I stopped I went and got my little snuggle snoodle whatever you call it I'm gonna try and find out actually it I mean there's no try involved it's really easy all I need to do is find out but we're getting into the main body which is all about how you have to lose what you're familiar with and let go of what you're familiar with actually rather than lose in order to build something greater and in order to progress and in order to move on with your life in a lot of circumstances. So this month in the Life Actually Book Club, we are reading The Mountain Is You by Brianna Wiest, whose name I still haven't figured out how to say. It's really interesting. It's very fascinating in the fact that so many of the self it's all about self-sabotage right so those are the self-sabotaging behaviors and symptoms that she's listing I'm like wow like I see this in my own life I see this in people's lives that I love like it's these 
ident or these identities, these behaviors are very obvious. And she talks a lot about how identifying what the behavior is and actually change the behavior are two very, very, very different things, right? And when was it? Sunday, Saturday or Sunday, I was listening to something or saw something like a quote. I think I saw a quote on Instagram and it was how your new life is going to cost you your old one. And I was like, oh, I really love that. I feel like I've heard it before, you know, and I really love it. Not only have I heard it before, I did a whole bloody podcast uh like it's well not a whole podcast episode on that I'm about to do a whole podcast episode on that but it's the last page of chapter one of the mountain is you so of course I'd heard it before because I read it like two weeks ago but just taken out of contact text of the full page that she writes it really like hits hard so I'm gonna read basically the entire last page of chapter one and discuss it a little bit and I hope that you enjoy it today because it's really it's really interesting this whole concept okay so your new life is going to cost you your old one. It's going to cost you your comfort zone and your sense of direction. It's going to cost you your relationships and friends. It's going to cost you being liked and understood. It doesn't matter. The people who are meant for you are going to meet you on the other side. You're going to build a new comfort zone around the things that actually move you forward. Instead of being liked, you're going to be loved. Instead of being understood, you're going to be seen. All you're going to lose is what was built for a person who you no longer are. Change is uncomfortable, but so is staying in a place that you have already outgrown. We've got to let go. We do have to let go in order to move on. The real question that came up for me whenever I was reading this the first time and whenever I reread it then a few days ago, uh, or earlier today, sorry, is what am I willing to let go of in order to create the life that I want to create? And it's something that Brianna, the author, touches on a lot in the book. And it's something that we all should be thinking about if we have a change that we want to make in our lives. If the reality that we're trying to create, if our vision board life is so different from where we are now, or even if it's just subtly different, maybe there's not any huge changes. If it's different in any way, we're going to have to let go of some things in order to get something better. You know, we have to uh, clear out negative beliefs we have to clear out our environment we have to clear out things that don't serve us anymore in order for the universe or god or whatever you believe in to replenish it with something better like you've got to pull up the weeds to make room for the flowers to come through right and what are the weeds in my life what are the weeds in your life that you're actually willing to go through and give up in order to create the reality that you want to create in order to achieve the vision board life. So I think the most important thing here, which is what I always say and a lesson that I feel like I have to relearn over and over and over again is what do you actually want? Be really clear on it. I did an episode a few weeks ago, I think it was at the start of December, about getting clear on what you want and how important it is so that the universe can deliver it. Uh, or even if you don't believe in the law of attraction and manifestation, like it's important just to be clear on what you want so that you can go after it because if we're not clear then we end up following loads of different paths and going in loads of different directions and it gets messy and it gets complicated and we usually don't get what we want so get really clear listen to that episode there's some questions and prompts in there if you're not sure what you want ask yourself what you would like what do you desire from life right if in a perfect world, in an absolutely perfect world, if there were no conditions, which a lot of the conditions, most of the conditions, every condition in our life, we actually make up for ourselves, right? Like it's a belief system. It's a um, beliefs that we have taken into our subconscious minds to 
be a certain and a definite for us. Like the and ors that we believe aren't actually true. You know, we believe that they're true, therefore they are true for us. But when we change our beliefs, then they become untrue. So ultimately they're not true, but we believe they're true for us. So you need to look at what conditions you actually believe are true for your life. And if you, if there were no conditions, if you could have everything you want, did, if money was not an issue, if society was not an issue, if that's something you think about, if other people judging you was not an issue, if you could get everything you want with a click on a finger, what would you actually get from life right now? Ask yourself that, okay? That'll help you go listen to episode, I just want to check, 41, manifesting a London flat and the importance of being clear in your goals because it is really important. That episode's also 37 minutes and 37 seconds long, which definitely has some kind of spiritual significance, those double numbers, what are the chances of that? So yeah, definitely go get a listen, get clear on what you want. That is step one. Okay, once you're clear on what you want, like how far are you from that right now and what are you actually willing to do to get there? Like this is this is serious, right? What are you willing to let go of? What are you willing to give up on? I spoke about this that I don't really believe in like sacrifice in the typical sense, especially for most people in positions like myself. Like I do not need to sacrifice the food that I am eating myself so that my child can eat, for example. Like that is a sacrifice going to bed an hour earlier so I can wake up an hour earlier and still get eight hours sleep is not really a sacrifice. It's just readjusting my schedule. It's just letting go of an episode of Netflix before I go to bed and choosing something different. Like that is not a sacrifice. And I feel like these days, a lot of the things we label as sacrifices really are not sacrifices and they're not as deep as sacrifices. And the word sacrifice comes with all this connotation of really giving things up and how it's you know, hard work and it's a chore and it is a sacrifice. When anytime I hear sacrifice, I think of Jesus because, you know, Catholic and all that, Catholic guilt, Catholic school, Catholic programming. And I just think of Jesus like hanging on the cross. Like I'm not hanging on a cross. I'm going to bed an hour earlier or I am not drinking in January for my health or I am showing up how I want to show up even though I find it uncomfortable I find it uncomfortable at the beginning and I'm letting go of like that fear or working through the fear which is really hard like that's not really a sacrifice you know what I mean so have a look at where you are now what you want and the space like the gap between that and what do you actually need to do to get there how does this new life that you want to create how does this vision board life that you have for yourself differ from your current life and the version of you that's living that vision board life, what behaviours do they have? What habits do they have? What is their day filled with? Like, what is their daily life? When I think about the vision board I'm going to make later today and the version of me who's achieving all of that, what does she do on a daily basis to help her achieve that? And how does my current reality differ from that? How can I show up as her now? This is all quantum leaping as well. If you haven't heard of the concept of quantum leaping, it's basically like shortening, jumping through time, okay, to get where to get something that you want or to become a version of yourself that you want and it really shortens like manifestation processes so if you show up as your future self now you're basically quantum leaping to that and because you're acting like that the energy you're putting out is on that level then everything's going to come to you a lot quicker there's definitely a more scientific and much more 
intelligent signed in uh, explanation for that. But I think the one that I give was, you know, it, it's a simple one, but it does the job. Um, but like, what what do you need to do to show up as her? What do you need to do sh- to show up as him? To show up in the way that you should be in this reality that you want to create. And how does that differ from where you are now? Like, are you willing to put yourself in front of an audience, letting go of the comfort of being on scene? You know, when I started this podcast two years ago now, it's coming up to my second birthday, I was terrified to put myself out there. And I still get that. Like, there's a reason I'm not on TikTok and my Instagram account's on private. Well, actually, my Instagram account's on private because I really just value that privacy. But there's a reason I'm not showing up on TikTok from like a business and podcast perspective it's because I think too much about other people seeing me when I should be comfortable with that and I need to do it in order to get comfortable with it do you know what I mean like are you willing to go to the gym three four five times a week to feel healthier and fitter and build a body that you feel really confident in or to keep the body exactly as it is but just feel better in it if that's a goal for you obviously for some people that isn't a goal I always feel like I have to do a disclaimer around this because people are very sensitive about it and I have been very sensitive about it at points in my life but now I'm like you know everybody has their own body issues obviously but like things that they're comfortable with as well but like if the gym is what you want if you want to gain muscle then you're gonna have to go to the gym and sometimes that involves getting up to 6am or 5am even and going to the gym for you know six and still doing your morning pages your meditation or getting the bus there or whatever it's uncomfortable these things are uncomfortable that's why you're not doing them now but you have to push through the discomfort you have to push through what is unfamiliar and what is not fun in order to actually get what you want and it becomes comfortable your comfort zone expands and you know what I said not fun but I actually do find it fun like when I get up really early to go to the gym do I like getting up at that time in the morning no but sometimes it just has to be done at this particular point in time there's a version of me in the future who goes to the gym at 10 a.m and has like the sauna and the steam room and the ice bath and a hair appointment and a nail appointment all of that in the day and is making a fucking million pounds a day just by doing that there's a version of me that does that but right now I have to be at work at night so I have to fit my goals in around what is paying my bills right that's the reality for me right now it's not a sacrifice for me getting up at 6 a.m it's just something that I'm building into my new routine and building into my new reality so that I can achieve everything that I want to achieve in life because the goals matter to me. And if they matter to you too, you have to do what's uncomfortable. You have to push through that and try to feel good about it. Gaslight yourself a bit, you know. We do have to talk ourselves into things a lot of the time because we're so good at talking ourselves out of them. So ask yourself, what are you willing to lose to get where you want to go? Are you willing to grow? Uh, so Brianna Weiss, the author, <laughs> she explains that many people avoid doing the necessary internal work because we realise that if we actually heal ourselves, then our lives change and sometimes drastically and that is uncomfortable for ourselves. Like change is not comfortable. That is why it is called change. Even, you know... Even now, like I've been going to the gym for years. I'm comfortable going to the gym, right? 
But whenever I'm using a new machine, I'm like, <gasps> scaredy cat. I'm like, oh my God, everybody's going to see me using this machine wrong because I don't know how to use it. Like, and then I use it once and I know how to use it next time. Or you know what? Maybe it takes me 10 times using it. And until I actually get it right and somebody has to help me or a Masi who's familiar with it has to tell me what to do right, like that's okay. It's okay to get things wrong and it's okay to be uncomfortable and it's okay to be out of your comfort zone in a way that puts you in front of other people as long as you are progressing. And progress doesn't always look like it doesn't always have to be public and it doesn't always have to be this big thing. Progress can be really small. Like for me, I've spoken about this extensively. Progress is the fact that I fucking love sandwiches and I will eat them at any opportunity now and I don't feel guilty about it because for 20 something years of my life, I literally would not eat a sandwich. Well, maybe not 20 something, but literally a decade of my life from I was like 14, 15 until I was 25, 26. Like I just wouldn't eat sandwiches because I thought the bread was going to make me fat you know how sad that is you know how fucking sad that is whereas now I'm like like I could eat a sandwich every day every meal of every day like I love it I love bread bread's one of my favorite things it always has been and now I actually let myself have it so let yourself grow and let yourself get uncomfortable and let yourself be put into situations that go against all of your instincts like maybe you're inner critic and not even your critic the inner voice is trying to keep you safe and protected is screaming and shouting at you oh my god don't move to this big city or don't move home to this small town you've worked so hard for this you know you're going to be throwing everything away maybe that is what's screaming out to you but deep down you know that you need to go home to that small town in Ireland or you need to move to that big city in England like you probably know what you really want and the voices inside of you are just trying to talk you down and you've got to just get comfortable with being uncomfortable. I talk about this probably too much, but I also feel like you can't talk about it too much because I've been working on this shit for years and it still comes back and comes back and comes back. You have to let yourself be bigger, whether it's a subtle change like eating sandwiches or whether it's a huge change like moving to Australia, like whatever it is, let yourself dream bigger, let yourself act bigger and let yourself expand and grow and do uncomfortable things until you can sit with a microphone on a Tuesday evening chatting for 35 minutes about your bloody personal life and about spiritual manifestation law of attraction and comfort zones and everything else. And this is actually my 50th episode today, by the way. So, you know, I've been doing this. I started this two years ago. I thought overthought it so much for this first couple of episodes maybe now I don't think about it enough but I always just try to show up authentically and not too prepared so it doesn't sound too so, it's, eh, so it doesn't sound too red off but like this was a huge thing for me even in like last year I think it was June or something I put it on my LinkedIn that I had this podcast maybe it was in June a couple of months ago I shared this podcast on LinkedIn that was huge for me because there's so many people who I I've always kept up appearances around and just kept my personal life because this is podcast is very personal to me obviously it is my life actually you know so I showed up really vulnerably and I was really nervous about it and now every so often like a couple of times a week I get an email telling me how many impressions that post has had and I don't know why I think it's because my it's my last and probably only LinkedIn post in the past couple of years but that was big for me and now I'm just like okay cool those people thought it's fine it's fine. Like I 
told myself I have this fear and I probably still do tell myself it in some regards of like showing up and fear of people judging me but actually I've been doing this for two years if I was still afraid would I still be doing it you work through the fear you work through the discomfort and you just get comfortable with being uncomfortable and get comfortable with being out there and that's just one example but whatever it is for you I promise you'll get comfortable with it and it will get better and whether it's a soul cycle class or a podcast or sandwiches or whatever it is identify what you want identify who you need to be to get that identify where you are now and what you're doing differently not necessarily wrong but what you're doing that isn't in line with what you want and then leave the behaviors that no longer serve you and that goal behind let it go it might feel like i said earlier like a sacrifice given up uh something here's a good example when i was in final year i remember i barely went out at all like the first semester and it's because i was working i was i knew that it was going to get harder after christmas because i had more difficult modules after christmas but the first term or semester whatever it's called because at uni they call them semesters but it always sounds really american whenever i say it out loud um but the first semester terms modules were a lot easier for me because i loved maths and i loved logic so i was really really good at them so i would stay in literally on friday nights putting in the groundwork getting it all done i brought even at it all and that did feel like a sacrifice but equally it wasn't really like it was just staying in a couple of nights and working on my final year project and my theory of computer science and my malware modules because I wanted to get top marks because I knew it would get harder after Christmas and then to be honest after Christmas I feel like there was a two-month period before COVID where I was out all the time because we would go for drinks after uni and it wasn't a sacrifice it was just like a readjustment sometimes you just have to readjust and that's okay too uh, I wrote here that there are probably people in your life right now that you love that you could lose in a sense by going after your dreams or what's right for you. Maybe you love what you've built with your partner, but you just don't want to be with them anymore. Maybe you love the people and salary of your job, but you hate the actual job. Maybe you spent years working for something and realize you don't actually want it anymore once you get it. And that is all okay. But are you going to keep living like that? Are you going to keep settling for a life that you don't actually want or are you going to take the bull by the horns do the hard work confront what's difficult and grow from everything that you've overcome everything that you've let go of and left behind the lessons that you've learned grow from that and build a life that you truly love that doesn't feel like you're settling like are you willing to settle whether you're my age of 27 or 19 or 23 or 38 52 79 whatever age you are are you willing to settle for something that feels not quite right and not quite there and not quite good enough and ignoring the yearning in your soul that's asking for that fucking sandwich or has been craving a dairy milk bar for seven and a half years or just and you know what a lot of the hard work you're it's probably not even going to feel that difficult at the time like we say things are hard work out of habit sometimes and there are times when we really 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 do work hard like there are times when you're probably you know, getting up at 6am or 5am or whatever it is, maybe even, you know, 10am for some people, it's not going to be what you're used to. Going to bed at 10pm is not going to be what you're used to. And that is like hard to get used to. And it's hard to readjust to that. And going to the gym early in the morning whenever it's really cold and wet outside is not fun. And I guess that is hard work to an extent, but a lot of the stuff that we tell ourselves is hard work. 
when it's in line and aligned to what we actually want and our ultimate goals and desires, it doesn't feel like hard work. It just feels like the flow. It feels like our flow state. It feels like we're just doing things that become part of our rituals and part of our every day and they become easier so hard work often feels really difficult at the beginning but it's because we're not used to it it's not because it's necessarily really really difficult so think about that <laughs> ask yourself are you settling for anything in your life right now ask yourself like I said before where you want to be how that version of you shows up where you are now how you're currently showing up and you know figure out what you need to do to get there and what you need to let go of and what you need to leave behind what are you letting go off in this past life or in your current life in order to create the life that you want? And you will have let go of things in your past life to create the life that you currently have as well. Your new life is going to cost you your old one. Well, this current life that you lead has cost you a previous life. Maybe you've lost friends because you moved to a new city that you absolutely love. Maybe you've worked tirelessly for what feels like forever to get a specific job or a, a like specific degree qualification and now that you've got it and you're in that job you're like fuck this shit I actually hate it and I lost that relationship and I left this person and blah 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 and it wasn't even worth it like that cost you as well and the truth is your future life if you don't actually create one that you really love and create a life that you want to live and you do continue to sell and sell and sell it's going to cost you your whole life anyway like that time is going to pass the years are going to pass you're going to be settling all that time so what are you willing to settle for are you willing to settle at all because I feel like we owe it to ourselves to not settle we owe it to ourselves to go after what we want we owe it to ourselves to take that chance and take some like the risk that feels risky and show up for ourselves even when we don't feel like it and like I am not the kind of person who is super 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 disciplined like I talk about this all the time there's so many times I've missed podcast episodes and there's so many times I haven't went to the gym when I say I'm going to go to the gym but I'm consistent in that I will continue to show up maybe it's not when and where I said I was going to but I will continue to show up and I'll go to the gym and I fully believe it's okay take a couple of days off if you need it but you have to always pick yourself back up and get back into it that's the most important thing it's okay if you fall off the, the horse but pick yourself back up and get back riding you know so that's it. That's all I have to say for today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I did actually. I really enjoyed talking about this. It's something that I feel kind of passionate about. And when I saw that quote the other day and then off, like, I don't know how I didn't put two and two together because I literally read it last week. But I think I've just been reading so much recently. And it's such a profound quote. Your new life is going to cost your old one. It's so true. Please join the book club. It's the, for this month currently in just the generic the generic generic's not the right word but in the normal like spotify feed it'll just be called book club uh the mind energy by brianna waste part one two three four five six whatever it is um they are all there and it's been really fun to dive into each of them and just really learn and to see that self-sabotage is so real and it's so obvious whenever the behaviours and symptoms are listed in front of you and the emotions and everything else and it's like ah oh, shit I actually feel that in my life like I do that I behave that way I act that way I have those feelings I have those thoughts so it's really great it's really good fun and thank you to everybody following along that's it for this week 
Thank you as always for listening. I would absolutely love if you left a rating and review. Five stars would be amazing. And if you shared with your family and friends or whoever you think could find this useful, have a great week. I will be back with more book club episodes this week. I'm recording the chapter three episode today, tonight or tomorrow. I just need to finish reading it. And that is everything. So I will speak to you soon. Have a great weekend and bye.